Grand Moth Tarkin. I am honored by your visit. Do we need the silence again? Or no, we find it. We Welcome to Grand Moff Talk, a delicately curated, long form discussion of the international love of Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic. Brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley, Woo. Jake, Hi. Isaac is me, and Jasmine. Hi. Hey. hey. Listeners at home who have been listening for the first time today <laughs> may not know that previous to now, regular episode host Jasmine was not. Jasmine, hello. God, <laughs> you're English. Nope. This is uh, off to a swimming start. Our second start, by the way, for those who have been listening since now, our first episode, we had to start over because the first uh, take was pretty bad. Yeah. But also, you listening at home, you may recognize that as opposed to being on a Skype feed, I am not. He's not. Isaac here talking <laughs> podcast now. Oh Speaking no, of Isaac! <laughs> oh no, guys! How do we feel about this? I'm this uh, development I'm, uh, of my I'm body. Ambivalent. I feel that we had a good show the last couple weeks when you were on Skype. The content and that is how I feel. Good. The content was good, but the audio quality on Isaac's end left something. I'll make to a be... confession. I okay. still haven't listened to Phasma. Ooh, it's the the I quality can't. was very bad. Oh, by one. the way, so is uh, everybody else. Everybody else has also not listened to it. Yeah, well, I'm assuming they got 20 minutes in where the bad audio started and realized I don't have to put up with this. Yeah, it's <laughs> Life's bad. short. It's very bad. There are better podcasts that sound better. Exactly, guys. It, yeah. What's up, buddy? Um. Star Wars since I was last yeah. here. Yeah. Can we have a retrospective on Star Wars? Sure. I almost drank my microphone. <laughs> I to drink this. <laughs> now, Jasmine, have you heard about the year 1977? No. Enlighten me. Well, I don't think enough people talk about this. Who was president? Um, Reagan. Who died that year? Nixon. And You're both wrong, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> That's and... the bit you see. <laughs> Oh, I get it now. <laughs> I understand. Well, I'm not upset. What a lot of people don't think about, they're like, yes, Star Wars is great. We love it. But do people really think about the fact that that movie kind of changed the world? I think you're the first person to ever say that. I think so. Congratulations to Graham Off Talking. We did it, you guys. At gmail.com. Pack up the At twitter.com. Pack up the podcast. At instagram.com. Pack up the podcast. Is At the, discord.com. Uh, your favorite Beck song? Pop. <laughs> stole that from earlier. If you were here earlier, before we recorded. Can before I just, Riley stole can I joke. say something? Can I make a true confession? Please I'm the host do. Of yes. I'm in a very interesting mood right now because I yes. spent an hour trying to get my recorder working and I couldn't. Who had to help you? My father came over and helped me. Your dad? My dad. My papa. <laughs> you yelled, Dad! I did. Does he like it when you call him Papa? <laughs> No, I've never called him that in my life. Okay, call but him see, that right now. N- no, he's li- he's probably listening. This right is like now? three months in the future because oh, he's behind. True. But... This is three months in the future right now. Right now, I don't like this because it's bad. Look, I'm just saying I'm upset. I'm going to be a little grumpy this episode. Surprise, surprise. Listen, usually I'm the nice one. Now I'm the mean one. Yeah. Great. I'm usually. Let Uh-oh. me start over. Okay. This show usually. <laughs> If there's a bush near this show, you bets to believe we're going to be beating around that bush when it comes to getting to our main topic, guys. 
And I don't want that to happen this week. What is no. going on? Let's. It's usually to it. fifteen to twenty minutes of meddling in the soup that is the I grandma like talking around the bush. Yeah, yeah this um, <laughs> is bad. Because what we usually do is we read some emails, we read some reviews. Yeah, we yeah. interact with the fans. Are we over that at this point in our life? Over the fans, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we start the Discord. <laughs> I have my secretary run that now. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac on the Discord. That's not actually Isaac. It's the secretary. By the way, I have hilarious dog. Something. I've noticed something that your secretary looks a lot like you in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> And sounds like you doing a, in a wig. voice. Oh. <laughs> okay, so this email comes to us from J-Dude. It's not J-Dude. Me, J-Dude. <laughs> Jake Dude. He has his name in here, but I won't read it. Jasmine, read this email. Oh, okay. <clears throat> he didn't address me. I'm mad. Hi, Riley, Jake, and Isaac. Hi. This is Hi. <laughs> I dress myself. Good job. This is J-Dude. <laughs> I just wanted she gets to email- the show. I just wanted to email you and say that you all rock. I found you guys a month ago looking for Star Wars podcasts, and yours makes my ride back from football practice a thousand times better. I'm also from Central Ohio, so I love all the references. Keep up the great work, or whatever you consider it, work, and may the force be with you, J-Dude. T.S. Ohio State is overrated. Indiana oh. is where it's at in the Big Ten. <laughs> Jay, dude, what are you That's doing? A questionable take at best, Jay, but I'll, I'll allow it. We have Ohio State on the TV right now for Isaac. Guys, Isaac I did play by play earlier. Yeah, Isaac refused to record unless we had Ohio State on the TV. Oh, I refused. He did. I flat refused. Sports ball, am I right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's really funny, and we can all agree. People, like on Twitter, this joke before. say, oh, and you cut it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing it again. <laughs> Which is weird because I didn't bring it up in the text conversation, so I thought you guys would be super on board, and then nobody else jumped in. Sorry, bring it up again. Okay. It's really funny when people bring up, like, sports ball. Like, you know, the Last Jedi trailer debuted with the Super Bowl. Mm. It was not the Super Bowl. No. It was just some game. Right. I don't know sports ball. And that's a funny joke because, yeah, we as Star Wars fans are nerdy about stuff. Hmm. But isn't sports even a dumber thing to be nerdy about? What? And isn't jocks nerds and nerds are cool now? Right. Yeah. And isn't it funny also to like just tweet about the the horror of having to watch a half of sports ball when it's actually just going to be released on YouTube literally simultaneously along with the the sports ball? Yeah. It's really, really funny how people get invested in a thing that doesn't actually impact their lives. So, <laughs> what are we talking about today, Isaac? Are there thing that reviews? R- Jazz, you reviewed the show one time, didn't you? Let's read she it. Did. Want to read I that did. again? Let's reset that. I'm not ready to get to the actual episode yet. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's four wait a minutes if you were keeping track of it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Correct. It was six. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Wild, wild, wild west? Wild, wild west. Wicked, wicked, wild, wild, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> the wiki for Wild Wild West. Listeners I at home, it. go to the Wikipedia for Wild Wild West, which Isaac <laughs> moderates and edits. If you, the first listener to go to the Wikipedia for Wild Wild West <laughs> and edit somewhere into the production notes, Grand Moff Talking, just say like inspired by Grand Moff Talking, edits uh, somewhere into it and send us a screenshot and we'll do something really great for okay. you. Okay. <laughs> what's the, um, what's the, uh, Selma Hayek, is that the female actress in that movie? Yes. Please go in to Wikipedia and say that Selma Hayek's performance 
was inspired by Jasmine's performance on Grandma Talking. <laughs> Please do that. And that Will Smith performance was based off of Riley's performance on Grandma Talking. I don't know what we'll do, but we will do something to appreciate that so please do that send us i'll send you that dash rendar action figure that i was supposed to send spinning in <laughs> hey i know him he will be mad well you he, he better go edit that article then <laughs> if he wants it it's been an internet i know you've already proven your love for us but i demand even more from you go to the wild west wikipedia the wild wild west of the internet what the wiki, wiki wild wild, wild. <laughs> oh we do have a review that i'd like to read okay now, we should be clarify. Just to clarify? We should be Just clarify. to clarify. Hey, let's be clear. Oh, boy. This episode. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't talk today. I can't talk today. This episode. This episode. 19%. Keep that in mind. It's like a death cap for cutie-san. <laughs> I said the episode is very good. That guy like, just enunciates all his words. I like death cap. I saw him in concert once. To be clear, this episode is dedicated to J-Dude. Clarify. Football, clarification, listener. High school football player J-Dude. Yeah. And he has to share it with somebody for some reason. Listen to previous episodes. Our most recent review was pretty significant, in my opinion. It was by somebody who... Oh, no. Yes, we know. But I would not have expected to write into the show. So, it says... Hi, George Lucas here. That's the headline <laughs> of the review. Five stars. Now, his username, his username, by the way, is XX George Lucas with two C's XX. And it's like lowercase X, uppercase X, like triple X, like Vin Diesel. Is this movies. the same person that spams me like credit cards from Canada on my Gmail? It does say specifically in his review that he does that, yes. Now, it says. And I'll explain every misspelling, because there are a number of them. <laughs> I love this podcast, comma. It's um, my favorite one on Apple Podcast. It had all caps and then S is lowercase. And I think that you should listen to it. Trust me. <laughs> I made Star Wars, you see. So I know with no W what I'm talking about when I say it's good. Do you like Luke Skywalker? I made it. Hans Solo, my original content, bro. Dexter Jester, straight out of my brain tank, baby. If you're bored, yours spelled wrong, and just want to enjoy the best podcast of your life, mm, this is one for you, my friends. Check it out. George Lucas out. Eight, parenthesis, meaning smiley face. With sunglasses. With sunglasses. Wow, Holy I, cow. I didn't know George Lucas listened to the show. That is the best review we've ever got. That's great. <laughs> if you want to read that review in full, go to iTunes and look at our reviews. It's a good review. Um, Thank you, George. Now, I have a suspicion. Now, if you're a, like, intense listener of the show, and you know all the minutiae, you will remember that during our Inferno Squad episode, I mentioned that we got a comment on my review that I wrote of that book on the website, and that comment was mentioned by Riley to have been written by George Lucas. Hmm. To which I said that when somebody comments on our website, I get an email <laughs> that says the web's email. The person who commented. The web's email. The person who commented was Riley.com. Okay, so you're saying that because one time in the past, 
I made a comment on our website and I faked that I was George Lucas. You think that <gasps> this review on iTunes is again me? <laughs> Faking. That's not the real George Lucas? No, it is the real George Lucas. I would never do that again. You caught me the first time, and I would never make another comment as George Lucas But you just again. said the first time. Well, Riley does... Flying <laughs> there's other times. Riley does often Cut say that I would out. never make the same mistake twice. <laughs> The first time, I, the first time, I, the first and only time is what I meant to say. Obviously, I would never have done that again Guys, a second time. I said the I? internet shoe fits. <laughs> the internet shoe. The internet shoe fits. Guys, is there anything else? Inside Our show of makes the, no uh, sense anymore. Okay. Anything outside of the introduction cabinet that needs to be put back inside before we close it? Let's this is close the worst up episode. the uh, intro drawer. Creak! I can do that because I'm here now, guys, and it sounds real. Oh, so does. main topic so time. Main, main topic. topic time. Guys, there. There have been developments, so many in fact, in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> that we needed, no, we wanted, Ooh. no, we had the inclination to do the an episode from start to finish the cojones. of News Gunray. My lord, is that legal? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. So, here's I the thing, guys. I know. Starting up top, I uh, wanted to host because this is something that... You like do you guys know... Because he's watching basc- um, basketball. Football. <laughs> I had a sports ball. I had right, guys? Okay, this is the illustration I have prepared. You remember yeah, he's when a drawing uh, ESPN got the contract for NASCAR and all of a sudden Mike and Mike we were talking about, talking about Denny NASCAR. Hamlin yeah. and Greenberg was talking about Kevin Harvick. And you could tell their hearts weren't really in it, but they signed the contract with the company and so they had to talk about it. That's me today. I do remember Are when they started begrudgingly having to cover MLS and they had no concept of how to talk about soccer. Yeah, it was only <laughs> And so ESPN their listeners who would call in would call them out on not really knowing what they're talking about. Are you excited for Golik and Wingo? I'm not. Sure. I'm not. I haven't you listened just say to... Gollum can bingo? Yep, that's what I said. Guys, can Gollum bingo? That's our first uh, bit of news gun rate for today. My lord. Is that legal? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. Anyway. Anyway, what are we here to talk about for real? I don't know if it's been said. Guys, Visceral Games got shut down. You are not upsetting me at all. I'm not upset at you. I'm not upset, period. That's what I said. I'm upset. In retrospect. (laughs) We are upset about we are upset about visceral, actually. Would you say you had a visceral reaction? No. No one's, the joke made I that, just made? no one's made that joke, I don't think. We need to talk about, first it. of all, the stuff that happened with Fiskaroll Games. Weeks ago, at this point, <laughs> that this is coming out. But we are just now podcasting as a right. group of friends. Just now get to project your ennui over the waves of our podcast on machines. You know, getting a French up in here. Uh, we Sports was on Wii. We- so, Visceral, we need to literally get into this. <laughs> That's what she said. And Riley, what are your feelings? Okay, so here's what happened. Visceral Games was a studio that did, like, Dead Space, and they've got... And Dead Space 2. Dead Space 2 and And Dead Dead Space Space 3. 3. Um, But they were known for their single-player story-based games um, that have lots of atmosphere. And and Dead Space 1 was very good. I don't know if I ever played 2 or 3, but Dead Space 1 was a pretty fun game. Really, really great. Yeah. It's like the 3D Metroid that everybody wanted at the time. So you you get that studio who's able to make a fun game like that, 
And then you get the writer from the Uncharted games, which are also single-player story-based games. The director, by the way, like the creative director of right. the first three games. So, Which I'm going to say are the superior three. So I don't think you could ask for like a better team, maybe? I mean, it's a, that's a good team to work on a single-player story action-adventure Star Wars game, right? Seems flawless. End of podcast. We can turn it off, and um, I'm yeah. just going to take some more Claritin. But here's the problem. EA bought Visceral years ago. What? And shut them down recently. What? Um, and they what? said the direction they wanted to go is is uh, to have a game where they could, um, what was what was the phrase they used? There's something about bring up the article, what? Really. Yeah, their statement they wanted, was something okay, like so. Here's what they said: that will engage players for longer or something. Yes. like that. So Loot here's boxes. what EA said. EA came out and they said that they are shutting down this project. They said in its current form, this game, which um was oh, what was the project name was it bandits or scoundrels uh, blue harvest Paul. the uh, production name that like changed that, the world though. it, it was, was like, like um it was like scoundrels yeah. i think but um <gasps> that's what it was it was scoundrels just go with it i think we're wrong but ea came out this but, game that everybody's excited about and it, it's funny because we just had our video game month and all month we were talking about how excited we were for this game directed by amy hennig because we want these kind of single player. And we've player. seen nothing from it. And we've seen like a five second preview, basically. A like guy what? walking out of a doorway. And seeing a TIE fighter fly above like the Tatooine beautiful. Uh, cantina. It was beautiful. It was beautiful and I hung it up on my wall and I started crying and I bawled. And that's <laughs> when the ugly the trailer crying started. Up on his wall. Jasmine, what's the statement? <laughs> I, did. I hung a lenticular picture on my <laughs> on my wall. What's the their official statement? So they said... In All a, right, guys. Oh, okay. The thing is, no, don't do it. No, the stream. Don't do it. So it said, <laughs> in its current form, it was shaped, shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game. Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game concept with players, listening to the feedback about what, what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy hmm. for a long time to come, we need to pivot the design. That fills me with such rage. Yep. Riley even now. does. I've never seen him angry. Against the machine that is EA. I'm torn. I'm torn. I, there are certain things I'm hopeful about because I like making myself miserable. Name three. But, <laughs> but I'm I mean, also mad. Hand, we like the band Rage Against the Machine. Yes. We don't. Yeah. But yeah. that that Both. statement, if they there's absolutely no way that they tested this game with people and people said they wanted yeah, a game with loot I boxes. On this exactly. They, there's no okay. way they tested it with people. Yeah. So that they saw the marketplace, they saw that loot boxes are making a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's really? why they. That was a good thing. We might as well talk about Galaxy of Heroes while we're talking we will, about EA yeah, too. Yeah. We will. So let's. Can I just say there is a investigative piece, amazing, and it's a comprehensive, like, um, long form discussion. Was it by nationally beloved Star Wars saga? By Scoops. It was by uh, James T. Scoops and Patrick Klepek. Um, it was Death Waypoint. Yeah, I was asking if he was the one who did. His nickname is Scoops, but he writes for Waypoint, not yeah. Kotaku. I didn't hear you say Kotaku. My bad. Kotaku! He used to write for Kotaku. Oh, he's the best. Hey, Patrick Klepek. Come, come on the on show. The show <laughs> I like please. you, Patrick. We would love to have <laughs> any Waypoint Radio people on the show to give a more nuanced take, which they already did, and it was great. They had insider people in the industry. Don't listen to that episode of that podcast. Listen to our show where we <laughs> ramble. So, like, 
that piece makes it clear that this is there's not a simple. Did you read this? By the way, guys, I did, did you not read that read piece? The Kotaku piece. It's it's great, and I'll, I'll reference it a few times. But it makes it, it pretty clear. Yeah, because I, I, I want to hit before you read you it, right? Yeah, I, there's a couple screenshots I sent you guys, which I found especially juicy. So, mm-hmm. not forget to hit those. Hit yeah. them right now. What are we doing? Hit now, Jake, was in, juicy Jake was in a sentence. I didn't want to stop his sentence. But you did. Hey, you I sent it to you. Sentence? I did it. What? <laughs> this article makes it clear that this project was kind of doomed from the start. And that the blame cannot fully be based on one specific problem. Like, the game really did have a lot of problems, and it wasn't getting enough resources. And there was a conflict between what the studio wanted and what the development team wanted, but also the development team didn't have enough people on it. What this article makes it clear to me is that there are systemic problems within EA. Like, the way that they approach developing games is just a problem, and they are not the right people to make this kind of Star Wars. It is which, not going to happen. Which yeah. leads me to the two parts of this article I want to discuss with you guys that I... We already discussed on text, but now that we're in real life, we have an extra member. Do you think we should discuss it on record on the show and not just our textbook conversations? <laughs> on vinyl, yes. <laughs> Let's discuss <laughs> it on vinyl. We're going to release our podcast on vinyl soon. Okay. Let me read... Okay, That's let me read a couple sentences, sentences here <laughs> from the article, and we can discuss this, because these are the, the things that stood out to me as being kind of... I guess not really head-scratchers, because it makes sense that a corporation more would like think like like butt-scratchers, if you know what I mean. Yeah, more of a butt-scratcher. Because hey. this is how corporations think in the 21st century. By the way, in case listeners are wondering what this episode's about, we're just discussing news basically the entire episode. <laughs> this is the episode, so, guys. That'll be the show. That'll if be you're like a listener and you're wondering when the show's going to start, you're in it, baby. That's It's here. That's when the that's the episode will be called News Something. Remember the Broadway show You're in Town? I remember Intimately <laughs> by Trey and whoever from South Fart. They wrote that. Okay, so the first excerpt I will read out of my mouth. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it says in this article, according to one source, EA was pressuring Visceral to hit a 90 or higher on Metacritic, the video game review aggregator that big publishers rely on as a rubric for quality. But the ragtag team knew that even under the best circumstances, ragtag. that would be impossible. It was called ragtag. That was the game. Yeah. Not... I thought it was called scoundrels. <laughs> I was... Wrong, guys. I'm really sorry. Discuss the sentence that I just read. Ragtag well, is also. Here's I my. It already. I, do you want me to discuss it? Ninety percent on Metacritic is what they. Uh, Actually, Jasmine, you go first because you haven't said anything about that sentence yet. Say yeah, something. Yeah, forget, <laughs> forget it. Forget it. No, they, read it again, they, buddy. They wanted ninety percent on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. That was one of the requirements for the game after release, right? I yes. may have to yeah. get into a more like just gaming as a whole so, discussion. Wait, what followed that then? I That's wasn't it? listening. <laughs> that ahead. was the, okay I, I shall read, read it again and we'll all okay. listen this okay. time <laughs> according we to one source ea was pressuring visceral to hit a 90 or higher on metacritic the video game review aggregator that big publishers rely on as a rubric for quality so there's kind of two things to hit there the publishers so did they not hit a 90 on it. no 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 so, okay it's so, not even out yet like, so here's, here's the thing this so this kotaku piece talks about this the issue with that kotaku's about it <laughs> Let me talk off to you about it. Um, off Katakin. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Uncharted 1 did not get a 90 on Metacritic. I've played it recently. It doesn't right? deserve it. False. But here's the thing. <laughs> but right, it's not as good as the next three games that came after it, mm-hmm. right? 
because they were building that engine. They were figuring out how to build this game. Brand new franchise. Brand new franchise. They were establishing all the mechanics. So, like, if you're a listener who doesn't play video games, Why you probably you hear about... Yeah, we promise we're going to talk about other stuff, too. But also, this does impact Star Wars. We'll get to that. But you probably heard of the Assassin's Creed games, right? They release an Assassin's Creed game at least once a year, except for this they year. They shouldn't. I don't play those games, but what they did is that a long time ago... In the galaxy far, far oh, away. Good, say. Star Wars. Jake, so, you knew I was going to make that joke by the face you made. I did. I lobbed it up, <laughs> and I said it. And I and then, wrapped it through the park. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start doing video podcasts. Just, so you can see to. Isaac's weird body motions. <laughs> His weird, like, Coca Cabana club <laughs> dancing. The Coco Cabana. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I think the first Assassin's Creed game came out in like 2008 or something. We'll and they it. built the engine for that game. They are still making Assassin's Creed games like nine years later because they built the infrastructure on that same game. They just used the same systems over and over again. So usually, the, like the first Assassin's Creed game, it was not a big critical success. But it was cool, and they made a sequel that everybody loved. This happened with Uncharted. The first game... Not a huge critical hit, but they made a sequel that everybody loved mm -hmm. that was based on the same engine and mechanics that the first one built. So generally what happens for franchise games is that what this team needed to do was to lay the foundation. Probably this was never going to be as good as like Uncharted 4 because mm -hmm. Naughty Dog's been working on those games for like 10 years. Right. And that, But that was the expectation that EA had. They oh. expected them to make this amazing game without giving them the resources to do so. Ignorant question, were they using the Uncharted engine for this game? Yes, they just stole the Uncharted no, engine. No, we don't really know anything about that, do we? We don't no. know anything well, about the game, really. Well, we know that they did, don't do that, because Naughty we, Dog is a completely separate... Right. No, oh, so but they can't? It was, it was, no, that's can't. why it was an ignorant question. They they can't can't complete, no, 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 that but, is a good question. But it, would, it probably would have been the same roundabout style of game, no, where no, no, it's no. the so behind the... So this is important. Third person view. They use Frostbite Engine. Every oh, game yeah, at EA yeah. has to use this internal engine. They shouldn't. Right, okay. Hey, Jasmine, so, talk about that. So do you know about Frostbite Engine? Uh, yeah, Jasmine? I do. Talk about it for a little bit. Not really that. Not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. We know sucks. about it. It, it, it's, it sucks for the kinds of games that we want. Yeah. Right? If, if you know you're why just that making is. it for first person shooter games, whatever, it's fine. But that's or not what a Star games. Wars game should be. Exactly. So this was the problem that the team ran into. So they use it for sports games too, right? Yeah, you, I think so. Right. I'm so Frostbite sure. Engine is like EA's engine that they run all of their internal games on. They have a so, lot of money in this engine. Yes, they have a lot of money in it, and they want Battlefront build off Battlefield. Yes. Battlefield. Yeah, and Battlefront. Battlefront. Battlefront, like Star Wars Battlefront, 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 is built off Frostbite. It is built for first person shooters. Now, I already forget. Not Scoundrels. Ragtag. Ragtag was going to be like a third-person action game. Like, like Uncharted. The games we want. Mm -hmm. So, they demanded that this team build an Uncharted-like game without an Uncharted-like engine for a game that was meant for, like, shooters. But they also wanted it to get as good of a metascore <laughs> as Uncharted 4. You know the last uh, third-person shooter on Frostbite? Mass Effect Andromeda, <laughs> and it did very, it did very bad. I enjoyed the game, you know what? but it did very though, bad. I would love a Star Wars game like Andromeda. Slap a Star Just Wars skin on that game, and with I'm a little bit better story and yeah. a little bit better like development process. That would be a fantastic. It would game. be very good. Yeah, it would be very. Is good. it Bioware that makes this game? Yeah, yeah. So that team 
does still have Star Wars rights. Yeah, so they could still get the team a that brought Bioware us, Star the Wars. The team that brought us KOTOR, might yeah. I add. Knights of the Old. The second, the second best Star Wars game, KOTOR. So why I oh read boy. that quote in the first the place... The two best Star Wars was, games. I think it comes down to like a philosophy in really making any sort of entertainment where you're not shooting for... Like, uh, not shooting for art. You're not shooting for, like, I don't know, a, a quality outside of strictly a score. Yes. An arbitrary score. Yeah. So this is where this starts to apply to just, like, Star Wars and entertainment in general. These sites, like Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes, I think that they are training audiences. Not all audiences, because most people who just, like, pop into the movies for fun, they don't look at that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think they are training audiences to be worse moviegoers who are looking at a numerical score for quality instead of going into a movie just to enjoy it and forming their own opinions. Because this is the kind of things that you will see debates on online. When it you, wasn't that good. Yeah. It got a 50% on Medicare or whatever it got. When you compare that to Andromeda, that's the exact same thing. People who played the game enjoyed it. But it got so slammed in the ratings and articles and everything. Just eighty percent of the people who were planning on playing it didn't play it. Yes, so, right. And then you you throw in a couple clips of of bad animations, which there were. Mm-hmm. To be fair, but there they, were bad they animations. Patch those within like a week or two. Exactly, it was all patched. But you throw in those bad clips, you show the fifty percent score, and people go like, "Well, I'm just not going to play that." Then I feel like this problem kind of goes to something that's kind of staring Star Wars right in the face over like its especially recent history with something like the prequels where there are people, I think that there are those who give the movie a score based on its quality of filmmaking to their personal taste, and there are people who score it according to how much they enjoyed the story. And so it, it's kind of like you're trying to guess how people are going, like what prism that people are going to view things from, and that seems like a really weird thing to do to try to guess how much someone is going to like a thing based on yeah. they don't know how you're going to receive that. Especially with a Star Wars thing. Yeah. I, you know it's going to sell. Yeah. You know that's, it's going to sell. So that's what's shocking, right? And this is why it's had reverberations throughout the gaming industry as like single player games are dead, which I don't think is true. It's not true. But They're trying to kill them. That's what's happening. What, well, what's happening is, <laughs> is this, right? EA, in that statement that we read seven hours ago, said that we want that they uh, had what 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 do you call it like tests with players play yeah, testing play testing feed, feedback and I call it tests with players play testing some people say where players wanted an experience they could keep going back to I do not think that is true no, I, there's I don't no think way what they have done no is way. they have looked at destiny and I, the yeah, marketplace they have of people games. from destiny taken them into a room and said hey is this destiny and they go no <laughs> and they're like okay we're gonna change it then <laughs> goodbye so. <laughs> Here's the the thing. If you're not a star, or you're not a video game fan, but you just listen to this for Star Wars, a lot of great stories. Like we talked about uh, the Jedi Outcast games and the Knights of the Old. The best Star Wars stories, right? Some of the best Star Wars games. games. For example, like when are they going to let us talk about Kotor, Jasmine? One of these days. (laughs) So, Jasmine, like one of your favorite Star Wars stories was The Force Unleashed, right? Mm -hmm. And you said that was what got you into fan fiction. Yeah. So, for a lot of people, like. That console generation, that was their Star Wars. Because there was no new movies coming out. Right. That was the thing that got them into Star Wars, that story. Those kinds of games under this model can't really exist. Mm-mm. 
is the kind of problem. That's why I'm very interested to see where the Battlefront 2 story mode goes. Yeah. Because I, it can very well just be nothing, I like, at all. I can't wait to see gameplay videos on YouTube, because I'm not buying it. I'm Ooh, not buying you it made either. a decision? I'm okay. not buying it. I'm, I'm not, not buying Battlefront 2. I, let me say something about that. I'm glad you brought this up, because I don't think that that makes any sense. For, well, unless you don't have enough money. I'm not supporting EA. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I know my $60 doesn't mean a thing to EA because a lot of people are still going to buy it. Yeah. But for right. me to be like happy my with dad. my... Like your dad. But for <laughs> me to be happy with myself, I'm not buying Battlefront 2. Okay, so... Here's I'll play the thing, it at though. my dad's. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, are you not buying Battlefront 2 because you're a sexist? <laughs> yes. Iden Versio, no thanks. I'm out. The fact no, that I was, I was a woman Iden. of color who's a no female, CEO. you're like, I cannot play this game. <laughs> let I me be no, it. let me be on the record. I was super excited for this game. Oh, I was yeah, after, especially after reading Inferno Squad, I was really excited to see mm -hmm. where they went with Aiden. There are like hints that she's going to go into the Force Awakens era. Like, it seems like the, that's how long the story can... I was really excited for this, and now I just can't buy it. They have... They, you do know they have changed some of the loot box stuff, right? It's not pay to win. Sure. Though. But it, does EA still get my money? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Same, same reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm not going to buy like, it. I don't, I'm not, have, in, I'm not into it. They have changed a little bit, which is that's nice. That's great. Yeah, but great. still, I'd rather yeah. test it at my dad's. Here's, <laughs> what, here's what good has come from this, is that EA... Noticed in the first game, it got like so so reviews, right? Yeah, probably like a 70 something on Metacritic, which they care about apparently, right? And it sold like 13 million copies in like the first week, so it did fine. My but... dad played it for two years. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine's dad, come on the show, seriously. Um, so... I still boot it up every once in a while. I bought it when it was on sale, it's, it's totally fine, it's fine. It's but fun game. EA yeah. heard the cries from fans about where is the single player mode. Mm -hmm. Why is all this stuff locked behind DLC, which is stuff you have to pay for to get? Basically, right. if you haven't played Battlefront, there's not much get, of a game there. You are the buying DLC. like yeah. a empty coffee cup, Pretty and much. the coffee comes from you paying another sixty dollars. Yeah, like they heard those cries, and now Battlefront Two has a single player mode. So I think the outcry in the industry backlash from this decision to cancel this game, uh, EA has heard that. I hope. And I do think that whatever team they bring in to take over this project, I do think there's going to be these, like, evergreen models of, like, how can we continually keep making money after it comes out instead of somebody playing through it once and then selling it to GameStop. I do think that they are going to realize, er, we're going to really make people mad if we don't give it single player. Who do you hope they bring in? I hope they bring in Obsidian. Ooh, that'd be good. And I hope Obsidian brings back... Uh... I would like... To see, <laughs> honestly, I really thought Visceral. that Visceral was a great <laughs> yeah, choice. Was a good choice. So I was kind of bummed out. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, I think they've kind of digging themselves into a hole because Destiny Two just released, and it's kind of flopped. Yeah, like almost instantly. It seemed like it was really big there for a second. Is it not? And then, I haven't been well, paying okay. attention. Is second. it? Is it not? For one second, and then people realized. Okay, I watched a streamer who played it, and then he played PewDiePie, it. your favorite streamer. No. <laughs> he says Not a lot of stuff you agree with. No. No. Um, you should hear Jasmine <laughs> off mic. <laughs> he played it for about a week, and then he was like, okay, I have max this. I'm close to max this. What do I do after this? There's literally nothing else for me to do in this game besides just needlessly try to get more gear something there's no ranking system there's no pve like pvp like there's pvp but there's not like 
it's not competitive in a sense. And there's just, like, nowhere he feels he can go in the game. It doesn't feel satisfying mm-hmm. at all. Which, to me, would cause me to be like, alright, I'm done with this game. I'm taking yeah. the GameStop. So... Yeah. If you're not a gamer, you probably have not listened this far to the episode. <laughs> but, like, what we're talking about when we talk about, like, loot boxes and things like that is this developer wants games that keep people dumping money into it after they've bought it. Microtransactions. Uh, Microtransactions. Any app you get from the App Store wants you to do this, too. Like, right. any Galaxy game you get from the App Store. We'll talk about it. Let's we'll talk, talk about, about it now, about because okay, I don't anything about it. It's also EA. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Isaac has oh, This might feed into it, too, okay. because this okay. is uh, the other quote I wanted to read from this article, where it says, despite being owned by electronic electronics giant Sony, Naughty Dog had been able to operate autonomously in large part because they were widely perceived as a corporation's prestige video game studio. Uncharted sales revenue wasn't as important as its ability to help sell Sony PlayStations. Now, at so, EA, I'm not done reading. But <laughs> at EA, however... know something, though. <laughs> what? They, they amended the article, and they said that they took it out. They took that part of the article out. Well, read it in. EA does that all the time. What, the FIFA Ultimate Team thing? No, 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 like... Could, Kutuku. <laughs> that part about Naughty Dog, they ended up taking that out of the Okay, article. so here's the part I'm going to read. At EA, yeah. things uh, were different. She was giving these massive presentations Amy on the Hennig story. Amy, Amy Hennig, insert, was giving massive presentations on the story themes, said one person who worked on Ragtag. EA executives are like, FIFA Ultimate Team makes a billion dollars a year. Where's your version of that? Uh, Discuss! Uh, this makes me want to throw things at human game? beings in real life. <laughs> so... That's an insane expectation for a Star Wars game to have. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's my slight glimmer of hope. And not a lot of you will agree with me on Give this. Give us a glimmer. Ron, show for that. Yep. Is this uh, Jasmine's Glimmer? Yes, Jasmine's, yeah. Jasmine's Glimmer, glimmer Corner. corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love the Uncharted games, but for me, they don't have replay value. Because they are so linear. Hmm. So, if by some 1% chance that they find a happy medium between Uncharted and Destiny and recreate that game for that, I would be happy. I have one question for you. Mm -hmm. I have one statement for you after Riley makes his question. How many times have you played Mass Effect? A lot. So, if it's a franchise that you care about and a setting you care about, I bet you would play this game more than one time. I have played through the Uncharted games like a million times. Here's the thing. I have watched through the Uncharted games. I've watched playthroughs of that game multiple times because mm-hmm. I feel like they read like a movie almost. Yeah, they do. Watch mm-hmm. them. But I can't play through them. I've tried to play yeah. through them, and I just know where every turn is going. Mass Effect is different. That's true. There's a little more choice. There are more missions. There's more side quests. There's more dialogue options. Yeah. Uncharted is just extremely one-sided linear. That's true. And if that's what I'm saying. Think of my so you want a Star Wars Mass Effect. More towards Mass Effect. <laughs> that is honestly... The way the Bioware sounded, it sounds like that's almost what they were going for, and it was yeah. just too big. Yeah. Bioware's not yeah. doing Mass Effect anymore. Put them on this. Well, I think that's, that's I the a, issue, like, right? That's why I have a tiny, littlest glimmer of yeah, hope, that they might do something I will like that. probably be sad. So. Why do you think that Bioware wasn't working on Andromeda? Because they they're working on something. Job. No, because they're working on something because else, EA and they cannot work on Star Wars. Sucks. Could be. That's why. Yeah, wasn't it Bioware? Austin? No, Bioware Austin does. It's like Montreal, me. Yeah, yeah, Bioware Montreal, Montreal did Andromeda. So the main Bioware team is doing something. I don't. Oh no, they're working on Anthem, 
We already know what they're doing. Yeah, that's right. They're working they're on their shield. No, they're working on their <laughs> Destiny clone. They're, it's like a clone of Destiny called Anthem. That's right. That's what Bioware is working on. And it looks cool, but it's just Destiny. It just looks like Destiny. Yeah. With anything, there's all these fads that happen in entertainment, and they fade away. But Star Wars is a constant, which That's makes it thing. insane to me that they wouldn't just make a good linear story because EA doesn't care. I love those linear Uncharted games, and I do replay them a lot because for the same reason that I rewatched all the Star Wars movies a million times. It's satisfying to me to play through that. Story. I've watched them 500 million times. <laughs> well, we know who this, who's the we real fan here. We sorely need to move on to video games. We've been talking for one hour. We have one more little thing. Ooh, because... Forces of Destiny. Please tell me about this. No, that's the cartoon. What? The Galaxy, Galaxy Heroes. Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Cartoon's seen, good. I like the cartoon. in your face when you said, Forces of Destiny, let's go. <laughs> I like I Forces of so Destiny. so earnestly and strongly so misspoke. <laughs> um, no. Jazzer and I play this game called Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. A it's mobile, called Forces of Destiny. <laughs> it's this mobile game. It's fun. Have you heard the newest thing? No, what Google? are they doing now? So I've heard that you can search for like anything and it'll tell you what you search for. That's true. Google. Also false. Um, <laughs> true and false. They've had a promotion going on where you could buy Google gift cards and when you redeem them in store, you would get a certain amount of character shards for a character mm. plus credits plus something else. In the past week... Um, any card that someone has bought not from Walmart, which they didn't specify, it yeah. was just at Walmart, or outside of the U.S., hasn't been working at all. Mm. EA has thrown it on Google now and said, it's Google's fault. Google has said, yeah, this looks fraudulent. It's EA's fault. Hey. I um, hope EA gets in trouble. Seriously. If there's a company that can take down EA, it's probably they've Google. Even re they've redacted articles that said you can buy gift cards here, 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 and here, and they've redacted them to just say uh, you can buy them at Walmart. That's it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I hope EA gets dinged for that. Galaxy it's, of Heroes is a fun game. It's a fun game. What, is, what kind of game is this, by the way? It's a collecting game. Pretty much, yeah. you, sounds like my kind of deal. Well, you collect you can you can collect all different kinds of characters from every era of Star Wars, and then you can it's like a, a turn based strategy game, like the fighting part mm -hmm. of it. It's pretty much you you play the game to collect it, and then you can send your team to fight other people's teams, or there's like a little bit of PVE where you just fight you know different missions in the game and stuff like that. And but it's it's pretty fun. There's also boxes there are loot boxes EA. and just recently in the past month or so they have completely changed these loot boxes to where they are 60 dollars for half a pack of like character shards that will get you to the next level yeah. and nothing that is of value for the amount of money that you're paying yeah so like new characters come out periodically and every time like their new way of release it used to be they would release a character and then shortly after, there would be somewhere in the game where you could earn shards to unlock that character. Now, like, they they have what they call a character release cadence, where a character comes out, you unlock them at, like, their weakest level, and to level them all the way up, you have to either pay a bunch of money right then, or you can um, wait three months for them to maybe become available. And then even most recently, there's yeah. Mother Talzin, yeah, who they, they just released. Yeah, they changed it again. Um, <laughs> 
And somebody did the math on it, and it will literally take you two years to get that person to max level. Yeah, if you don't with pay the money. way they are releasing it. So it's it's really turned Without into paying. this crazy this crazy cash cow, and they, it's making a lot of money. It's become like one of the it's highest. A, isn't it their most successful game? Yeah, it really yeah. is. It makes a mobile game. It makes a ridiculous amount of money yeah, per I month. Think, millions. I think it's the, the only reason that the older public servers are still up. Probably because of that game. I logged in the other day and it was sad. No one was on it anymore. I know. So it's really just like how mobile gaming is these days. There's the kiddie pool for the free yes. to play, and then there's the the real stuff for Pretty the whales. It's just I'm allowed to be mad at it more because EA's behind it. So I'm gonna be even more mad. Ooh, stop it's, for a second. Because this is fantastic. She went across the Dang. way. She went across this the is earth. Really good. What is it? Universe. You don't know what Maple it is? Maple pecan latte. So there's just our our our, our uh, complaints <laughs> against EA shutting down Visceral turned into a big news gunray segment. But do we have anything else to say about how much we hate EA? I really why we're hate angry? EA. And I hate it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I do it. Okay. I want to find. I I would like for one listener to come in and say mm. that they actually like EA and give Here's, your reasoning. Here, yeah. Let me, let me be clear. Are you about that? Yeah. giant corporation <laughs> EA? Just to clarify. <laughs> These are cool ways to start tweets, by the way, if you haven't (laughs) ever started a tweet with, like, um, just to be clear. If you know what Twitter is, I mean, look it up. Oh, explain what Twitter is, by the way. Follow Jasmine on Twitter. Don't follow me on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't comment. I don't post. That's all right. Um, EA is full of, like, individual, it is a company. It's full of individuals and artists who are incredibly talented and who do good work. Mm Mm-hmm. But as a corporation, we're talking about like the people at the top of the company who are making no, these insane money-driven decisions. No, it's people aren't involved in video games. They don't know a thing yeah, about video they're games. they're just in the, the people side. The, making these decisions. It's and kind it of no like sense. I work in healthcare, and like the people at the top never have any idea about what actual like patients and human beings want. They are just looking at. Can I ask you a question? Money. Sure. Are you in healthcare because you're in hospitals so much as a child? <laughs> Yes, I was just already there at the hospital. They're <laughs> like, like, do you want a job want while job? you're here? Yeah. <laughs> you're like the bad boy for the hospital. You're like, well, we'll keep him around. I was about to see if He's I such a wanted big to fan. say anything because he hadn't talked in he a hasn't while. He said anything in a while. He's been watching football. Oh, my uh, opinions are few and far between. But I, the, the ultimate thing was, if we're going back to just the whole visceral thing and a single player getting shut down, it is odd. I, I told you guys about this, that... Like, every Star Wars medium that's been presented to us, I mean, whether or not we've liked it, they've at least put it out there. But with the video games, it's like, you had Battlefront 1, which was rushed, but then, like, the single-player Star Wars game, like, they have this commitment to this has to be the most perfect thing ever, but or we can never let the public see it. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, they've even ruined a Lego game. Well, we, they do. For, we forget that happened. They released the Force Hashtag Awakens. Never forget. Yes, they released the fork. The force. The, <laughs> the fork, fork. The fork. The fork, fork awaken come out. And by the way, if you don't agree, that's how it's pronounced. You can stop listening yep. to the show. Lego version, and it had a season pass, mm-hmm. and it was horrible. Was it really? Because I bought that yes. game and I enjoyed it, and I just lost track of it. Because that's the little kids who are then going to bug their parents about buying it, or just buy it. With that company. Your I would have bought it anyway, yeah. just because it was Lego and so it that, was great. That company sucks because they did that same thing with the Hobbit Lego games, which however you think of those movies, that game was dope. And they were they released the first two 
First time that sentence been uttered. <laughs> that Hobbit Lego game, that was dope. No, <laughs> if you like Lego games, that is a really good one. We good talk today. And the first time, <laughs> like, the, the, the Hobbit game is like the first two movies. But they said, we're going to release the third one as DLC. They never did it. Never did it, huh? <laughs> no, never happened. And so people paid for it. That's so like, yeah, right. Do we just hate video games? I just hate video games. Do we like Star Wars yes. or video games? Is about no, I love, so. I love, I've played, been playing so many indie games lately. That are so much fun. Yeah. I'm playing this game that was started on Kickstarter, and it's the greatest. Is it called Ukulele? No. What is but it? But that's also good. Oh, I, no, no. I talked about it. Divinity Original Sin oh. 2. I've, I've, oh. I've been talking about it nonstop. It's like one of the greatest games I've ever played. And Describe I'm, it in a sentence or less. No. <clears throat> yes. Dungeons and Dragons, where you can make any choice you want. Like you're playing a real campaign with just people. But, this is still the same sentence, but it's actually in video game form, and there are as many choices as you would have playing a tabletop RPG with your friends. Wow. Okay, so I played a game that was like that, that completely failed at it. No, I've I've never played a game that has succeeded I've played a lot of games that have tried to do this. Oh, same here. This is the first game I've ever played that succeeds. I've heard great things about it. I have been playing... incredible. I've been playing so much Nintendo Switch, and like... Nintendo's giving me hope that, like, those single-player games are still alive, at least from it's, them. It's going to be Nintendo only leads me back to my It really is. Leads me back to my original question. Why couldn't the, uh, EA give people a Uncharted game with Star Wars skin on it, put it out there, it'll make money, people will like it, and we'll all move on because with our lives? it won't get a 90. It won't, it make, as, it won't make as much money yeah. as a Destiny clone will. It is greed. All it is is greed. Is They know yeah. that yeah. they can make more money if they make something like Hot Force of Destiny. What is it called? Galaxy of Heroes. Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, a mobile game makes more money than I'm. I'm. I would bet it makes more money. I want to know what mobile game makes more money than Galaxy of Heroes because that game makes so much money. I feel like I'm possibly pulling this out of my butt. But I'm watching. He is. I've heard numbers that it makes somewhere around 100 million a month. Ridiculous amounts of money. I mean, you think about how many people play that game. People also forget about like sharks, right? Like people who have tons of money who whales. dump like whales. Uh, whales are well, the I said sharks. You said sharks. Sharks. <laughs> Not what I meant to say. You know, whales are a thing. <laughs> I was looking at a shark. But it's in every country. There are YouTubers like in Brazil. Like there's a guy who's a pretty popular YouTuber who plays this game in Brazil. So it's like in every country you have your whales. There are millions of people and playing especially this in game. whales. Yes, with an H. Mm-hmm. Hey. I love whales. Shout out to whales. We have listeners Shout in out whales, to whales. I'm sure. Do we have any listeners in whales? If you Probably. are a listener in whales, send us an email. Can we go to Isaac's ignorant question corner? Yes. Where I ask. This is my favorite corner. If I think. EA <laughs> has something like Fox Searchlight where you could just like farm off a no. game that's no. not going to make as much money. Sony no. started no. to that. That's what Kickstarter's for. EA buys smaller companies and then eventually shuts them down like this. That's what <gasps> yeah. EA does. It's, it's done that time and time again with companies where it buys them. Because this company is successful, they had a, a business model that worked. EA buys them, they change their business model, the games don't work anymore, EA shuts them down. And it doesn't matter. Rinse and repeat. It happens over and over talking, again. Talking, people like us talking about this isn't going to change anything. That's why I'm... Sick. I think that's where you're wrong. Because mm-hmm. I think that I more, think than, any other, it, more than any form of... Well, I mean, us specifically. Correct. No. <laughs> no, listen to this show. Yes. But people in, like, gaming industry more than any other industry, they hear the fans so hard. 
and they will make huge executive decisions but based EA on EA has feedback. been a giant for so long, and they have so much money. I mean, it's capital E, capital A. And there's so many people, like my dad, who are still going to buy what, the game. <laughs> Jasmine's no dad, what. call into the show. Yeah. Should, should we call this episode Jasmine's Dad? Jasmine's Dad, dad Corner. Corner. Max, how hey. you doing? <laughs> That's the show. Guys, <laughs> I remember on, actually, please. like, it affected me because when this was EA a, is your dad. Yes. <laughs> And <laughs> it was the for the 2006 to so 2005 is when EA like bought up the rights to um, the NFL. And so I remember oh. people talking at the time like that's kind of a monopoly, isn't it? Because the year before that, uh, NFL 2K5, like ESPN NFL 2K5 was like everyone's favorite football game up to that point. That had been their second like under the ESPN banner. And people loved that game. It had all sorts of little extras and stuff like that. And the, the gameplay was just smoother than Madden at that time. And so you get the next year and all of a sudden Madden has the exclusive license, which they've had ever since. <laughs> this is what's happened with FIFA is there was Pro Evo or Winning Eleven for a long time, which was a competitor with FIFA. But now EA has exclusive rights to like all of the teams. So now this yeah. other game that is great consistently can't get the rights to professional teams. So no one's going to buy it. Should we get, it a, can we get a lawyer on and explain how it's not Monopoly? It's all good. <laughs> well, this is why I'm hoping something actually comes of the Galaxy of Hero things with the fraudulent stuff with Google because Google representatives. Did you say Doogle? Google representatives have actually come out and said to people who are filing these claims, Keep us updated with what is happening because this seriously does not sound good at all. Yeah, That's so great. Yeah, and I hope so. EA gets in trouble for that. And Google, it's, I correct me if I'm wrong, but Google is like a much bigger company. I'm than sure. EA. I'm sure Google so, can smash. Oh yeah, EA. Google yeah. is yeah. like one of the top five exactly. yes, tech companies. They in the have world. the power to do something. Yeah, they they can hire better lawyers mm -hmm. than EA can. It, here's here's my worry: is that we can say whatever we want, no one's listening. Kotaku, <laughs> Kotaku can like listen, or Kotaku can listen if you want. I'll Kotaku can say stuff. Polygon, Waypoint, yeah, all these Giant sites. Bomb, all those places can complain all they want. But if if Battlefront Two is going to make a bunch of money, and if they're going to sell a bunch of loot boxes, EA is not going to listen to anybody. I money, think... money talks way more than Kotaku. So are we all? Do we all have it out of our system? Jeez. How long was that? In an episode yeah. worth of system getting no. out of? Nah, it was actually only one hour because one. we started about four fifteen. Felt longer. Yeah. Yeah. Hour. <laughs> So, so that concludes hey, that. Hey, you didn't uh, get off topic that much, though. That's that concludes your broadcast day. So we can partition off that portion of News Gun Ray. Don't do that. Next no. section of News, news Gun Ray. It just isn't fair. Let's we all, let's all say about... News Gun Ray at the same time. Three, two, one. News, news Gun, Ray. Gun Ray. My lord, is that legal? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. So, from a certain point of view, is a book that was written in the year 2017. We're wasting our time. Is this news? Hey, let me see that. I haven't even looked at it yet. It's okay. Okay. Are we talking about this as a news gun race segment? Yeah, news the book was released. 
Okay. I went to buy this audio version. It was yeah. like thirty bucks, and I really, what? Didn't, I really didn't want to buy it. No, that's crazy. So oh, I could have brought my book, and you could have borrowed it because I'm. Yeah, I, and I really want to read it. I but, will next record. I'll bring well, it. but then Riley said the audiobook is so great because it's voiced by all these it is different ver- it's people. Pretty good. It it's is a pretty good audio. Yeah, so I just kind of want to get that when I can. I would let but, you borrow that, but I already promised to let someone else borrow it. Now that I went ahead and got the audio. I really want to get the audio. You get like a free audiobook a month. That's what I've been doing. That's what I do too. I've got like five credits built up. I need to spend them. Just need to get. Audible. Hey, Audible, we use you all the time. Please sponsor our show. I just like to show. say, the first sentence, like my eyes attached to mm-hmm. on this page, was, uh, sorry about the pot I am, from Yoda. Yoda, that's a good, that's a really good story. Okay. He broke Obi-Wan's pot. Okay, well, with no other, like, information. Not the, like fong? no, <laughs> not the, no, his, a literal pot that he kept a flower in. Oh, that geez. is a really good story. Okay, here, I'm gonna put this statement out there. Let's hear it, buddy. Hot Take Central. He has his hand up, like, he's, like, we're need to call on him. That's call on me, do. please. Isaac, you're the host. Because I can't talk. They don't let me talk, so I have to raise my hand. Riley, go. <laughs> okay, so now I can put my hand down. Um, I didn't say that. I'm the host. <laughs> so this... Okay. Simon says. This book, I've had more fun reading that book than I think I had watching The Force Awakens. Get out of your own house right now. I know. It's a crazy hot take. Good lord. That book is, without a doubt, my favorite book in the new canon. And it is possibly in my favorite book in even old canon. It's just so... It is such a good book. It is such a fun book. I just read it with a smile on my face the whole time. The whole time. Never once did the smile leave. Wait a minute. That sounds scary. Yeah. It's um, a long book. It's a very good book, and I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because there are some incredibly fun stories in there, and it connects the prequels and the OT in such and in the new movies in such a fun way. Like, okay, here's not a very big spoiler, but a really good story from there is from the point of view. The whole book takes place during A New Hope. And it follows the beats of A New Hope. Yes. Yeah. But every chapter is from a different character's point of view. Yeah, so the beginning it of the cool. book is on, on the ship, on, on uh, Tantive 4, on Leia's ship, yeah. I don't care what stories you talk about, because mm-hmm. there's so many, so yeah. you can talk about whatever okay. you want, and I, I don't yeah, I'm not gonna, them eventually. I'm not going to spoil so, the really... Yeah. There's some really good stories in there that I don't want to spoil, but um, most of the book are just like interesting perspectives and they don't really spoil anything because we know the story of a new hope so there's nothing really that gets yeah, there's nothing to spoil there's nothing to spoil really um there's a cool there's some cool moments that i won't spoil but there's nothing to spoil riley uh the, what about the milk jake what are you the talking milk. about the milk could the spoil blue, oh, blue milk. milk i understand um as the host i don't sign off on that so <laughs> okay I, I, I redact out that. i redact that joke um Dak. Dak Rendar. <laughs> Dak. Hey, Dak. I feel like Dak. I feel like I could take on but the Dak whole empire dead. by myself. Dak, Dak Goose. The old Dak doesn't die. Poor Dak. Really? So there's a Riley. there's a story in this book that takes place from the point of view of the bartender in the in the most Eisley Cantina, and the whole book is like this. It just adds little details because you've always you've probably wondered why does this guy not want droids in his bar. Oh, yeah. And he gets, like, little flashbacks to him on... He might even be on Naboo. I can't remember. Wherever this guy's from, he gets flashbacks to the Clone Wars and the droids, like, killing his entire family. And the, it's, a, ah. it's a sad story, but droids from the Clone Wars kill his family, and he's got this bad feeling towards droids, and he 
And that's why he doesn't allow droids in his bar. And it's such an interesting little story that that adds a little bit. Because that guy has, what, one line? Maybe not even a line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he has yeah. one line. He says, he their kind's not allowed I in here. No and, and that's it. But this just added a little detail to A New Hope that I really enjoyed. And it was fun. I actually... Because I've, I've read a little bit of this book. Probably, like, one-third. Um, you should finish it. I should, but I won't. So whatever. But that was one that I I did like. But what I was worried about is that I I feel like the obvious point in A New Hope is that the droids represent an oppressed race because they Mm -hmm. are traded like slaves. They are lined up and they work in for this white farmer. And then when they go into a bar, they're told that they don't serve their kind here. And so I was a little worried when I started that story that it was going to be like, oh, he just had a droid pet that died and he was sad or something like that. But what I found is that, generally speaking, they do add something instead of taking anything away. Because what I was afraid of is it would get into such minutia that it would just strip any magic away from the movie. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't. It, It adds something and it's just kind of silly and fun. You could you could never read this book and still enjoy A New Hope just as much. But the next time I watch it and I see R5, the red droid, explode. That is the most ridiculous <laughs> It's crazy. Story. It's crazy. It's, it's better than the old story where he was a force-using droid. But that's a that's <laughs> a great story where he, he blows up because he, he has this little relationship with R2 on the ship where R2 is constantly telling him, listen, trust me, I am very important because of this information I have in me. I need to get off of Tatooine and I need to save the universe. And eventually this little R5 droid is like, you know what? He's right. I believe him. He's telling the truth. This little R2 unit is important. And so he fakes his own death kind of with the explosion. And he doesn't really die. And he eventually finds another family. And it's a great ending Aww, to this story. I didn't know it's, that. Yeah, he, it's he a escapes, super cool he is, story. Well, the, the sand crawler gets destroyed by the stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. He survives. And he Aww, goes a happy. few miles away to a, a new family. And he, he's happy then. I was really starting to get bummed out reading that because I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I know. Gonna, he's like, going to die. Get this character on a suicide mission, and it was kind of emotional. Mm-hmm. It's kind of good. We, There's a lot of emotional stories in it. I know, because I didn't get to the Alderaan part. Oh, um, oh gosh. That's what I can just assume. Bale and Leah. Mm-hmm. Leha. Leah. Breha. 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 I can't the, never say her name. Uh, Star Wars' fault for giving characters such difficult pronouncements. The fault in the stars? Breha. <laughs> it's a fault in our Star Wars. Oh, you're talking about that great uh, YouTube video that talks about why you shouldn't like Rogue One and TFN? I get what? that video recommended to me all the time. I've never, I've never watched, watched it, watched but it's it on the front it's page probably, of my YouTube. It's probably because Spinner really wants to talk about how Rogue One sucks. Oh. Listen, Spinner, <laughs> you can go jump in a lake. We don't allow Spinner? divergent opinions on this show. And I have to see you <laughs> probably later this week. I have to see you later this week, probably, and I still am going to tell you to jump in a lake because <laughs> of your Rogue One opinion. Riley, why don't you take Dash and give it to Spinner's <laughs> so you don't have to ship it? I, I know. It's in my trunk. <laughs> it was funnier to have Jake send it, even though I know Spinner's oh, in real life. I would have been mad if I would have found that out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's money for the shipping. <laughs> There's a certain level of disappointment when you figure out that, like, literally everyone who listens to our show is a friend of someone friend. on the show. We know hey. uh, almost all of our listeners by name. We don't know Darth Goody. We don't know him. We promise. We don't, we don't know, know Shan Mark. As far as you know. We don't know Robert that one time. We don't know Robert. And then, we don't you know, know uh, two-time Rob. <laughs> we don't know two-time Robert. Um, We don't know... 
uh, MJ and Wester. Oh, we, we don't know Papa. Know we, we don't know Papa. <laughs> no, we do know Papa. We've never met him before. Okay, guys. So, from a certain point of view, what is your opinion of this book? Best, best Star Wars book. I'm just gonna say it. I feel like I want to talk about it for a long time because I've read about half of it, and there's plenty to talk about. But I don't know. It's, I really want to spoil this book, and I wish that you had read it. You, I wish that I you really, read you, do. It. you really can't because there's so much. Short, there's so many stories in there. I'm. The only one I want sacred is that Obi-Wan one you talked about. L- listen, That's listen, a good one, listen, man. listen. That's I'm, a good one. I'm a horrible person who reads Agreed. the ending. Of, yes. <laughs> <laughs> who reads the endings of books before I read them. Whoa. That's not That's even weird. a kind of person that exists. Actually, I'm kind of with you. We got in an argument about spoilers this week. Yeah. Oh, text conversations. We did. And I, okay. I like spoiling so, myself. Okay. Yeah, I do too. Let me say this. So Riley said... Yeah that he enjoys movies more when he is spoiled going in. And I said, you can't possibly know that because you'll never know your genuine reaction to I seeing it. I know myself. The first time. Do you not understand how I your own brain you works? I do because you never experience anything. Do you even live? <laughs> oh my gosh. You are insane if you don't think that I don't know how I will react to things. You do, you literally don't know. Here's I know thing. myself. No, you no. don't know you like broccoli until you try it. No. <laughs> I, I do like broccoli. I agree with Roddy. I agree with Roddy. Oh, okay. Because... If I know something going in, when I actually see it happen, when I get the affirmation that it's going to happen, mm-hmm. I'm so happy, like yeah. so proud and happy of that moment. But if I'm just like experiencing it for the first time, I'm trying to catch up to everything that is happening and I can't experience that moment as well. Yeah, we're weird. I like spoiling myself. Yeah. Like I hate I, this opinion. I hate, <laughs> anything that's ever been said on the show, I hate this the most. Like I, I said on our text trailer. thread, I really think there's two types of people in this world, and I think people Jake and I... who are good at knowing how to read a book, and well, people who are not. Jake They're, and I, and then Riley and Jasmine, I think are the two types of people <laughs> in this world when it comes to storytelling. There are certain TV shows where I will read the plot synapses. I will read everything synapses. that happens. synapses. <laughs> yeah, the synapses. That's, our, that's what we say, right? We say it now. Um, We're saying it here live. <laughs> You heard it here first. I thought first. it was synapsis. It's synopsis, technically. Synopsis. But we say... Synapses. But we say synapses because Isaac <laughs> said it once, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like a herd of turtles. I will read, <laughs> I will read the I plot synapses before I watch the show. It makes me so because mad. Because there's one... so mad. Okay, listen. <laughs> Here's why you're wrong. Because execution is the entire basis on whether or not you will enjoy something. I hate when I read comments on like uh like a review for like a some kind of movie and they and they it'll be like a spoiler review and they'll mm-hmm. put the ending and i'll see these comments like oh i'm so glad i read this before seeing the movie that ending sucks but you don't know that because you don't know the execution of the ending you just don't let no, 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 no. literal plots and you just don't let this synapses. affect you you just still go see the movie and form your own opinion but, but you at least know that. what's happening Can I that's why that. we're the Good side of those people. <laughs> we are the good, side. good spoiler people. I see. Mm-hmm. Can I editorialize your comments real quick? <laughs> That's what I think about you and about what you're saying. Because listen, I know I've been looking at Last Jedi spoilers. Isn't that? That's time. the thing. Like I That's a twist. There are small, like there are small moments in The Force Awakens that I'm glad I didn't know about. The big, the big moment that comes to mind at first is probably the Millennium Falcon gag. When they're on Jakku, and they say, "Wow, that that ship's junk," and then they have to take so the junk to the Falcon. I liked that. See, I was that whole movie was basically spoiled for me because oh, really? I did read that Han died before it came out. Oh, really? See, and I was a little mad about that, but I was also glad going in. Here's that where I was I, prepared for that. To here's happen. where I'm a hypocrite. I don't spoil myself on Star Wars things. 
I do this with just about any other franchise uh. or anything, but I don't do it with Star Wars because, and you know why? Because I know Star Deep Wars down is down in your heart that you shouldn't spoil yourself. No, I know that Star Wars. Wrong. I know that Star Wars is going to have a happy ending, and even if bad things happen, like Han Solo mm-hmm. dying, I know in the end, like, come on, Luke is going to win. Ray is going to win. Luke might die, but Ray and Finn are going don't to win, and the good don't guys. Say that Luke's probably going to die. That's but you should say the rhymes. <laughs> but Finn and Ray and everyone, the, the resistance is going to win. It's Star Wars. It's going to happen. We're yeah, going to have okay, a good ending. But, but, when I watch things that I don't know if it's going to have a good ending, I want to know whether or not it's going to have a good ending. You don't know if it's good because you aren't okay. experiencing it. You aren't getting the full context of the actual God, film. You're just reading eyes, a plot synopsis. Eyes you can still see that it's good. This cut out. This is... No, <laughs> it's just good. This is, I, don't know, I don't even know what this is. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I don't care. But anyway, spoiling yourself is good. Everyone should do it. No, no, no. I think that's I, a, that's I, a I'm consensus. being a hypocrite because I spoil myself on, on some things. And you're saying you shouldn't. <laughs> no, I'm just because, saying... Listen, what we get out of this segment is we're all hypocrites. Yeah. True, but all I'm saying is that I do feel that you cannot tell yourself that you enjoy it more because you don't know that you do. That is you so... you never I, know. I wish I could cuss at you. But I've done it with some things and not with others. And I've okay. enjoyed the, the other things that I've spoiled myself on. More because I'm prepared for it. I know how I'm going to. If it's a well-made movie or show or anything, I'm going to enjoy it, whether or not I know Han Solo I still dies. love all the Hunger Games books, but I read every single last page of those books. This is, do you enjoy Star before, Wars when you watch it now? I, no, you know I don't enjoy happen. it. I hate it, and I think it's the worst movie. There's one movie in my life that I don't that I don't think I'll enjoy again, and it's Gravity, and it has nothing to do with anything. But that whole movie relies on knowing the ending of, of how that movie ends. Gravity. Not really. Is she lands hey, yeah exactly spoilers do you, oh, whoops. do you have any interest in watching it again you know what happens that whole movie is built on the tension of not knowing what happens correct a movie that is well made doesn't have to rely on that tension of spoiling you of knowing how it's going to end of knowing exactly what happens if it's a well-made correct. movie because like the yes. last jedi will be undoubtedly yes. i'm going to watch it over and because over again even because if it's you a good know movie. how it's going to end you're still going to enjoy the ride yeah, I knew okay. how Stranger Things season one ended before I watched it, okay. and, and you I enjoyed still it, right? loved the entire season. Exactly. I guess I just have mixed feelings on it because the filmmaker is intending you to experience it a certain way, and you're like, "Nope, screw you! I'm gonna just read about it and then watch your thing." And that I feel like they spent all this time crafting it so that when you watch it, you are experiencing certain emotions and reactions. Like it's so carefully crafted a story. Is this going to pull you to our side? Because Isaac's always about, you know, oh, I hate the little slow drip of information. This is sticking it to the man if you spoil yourself beforehand. Not necessarily. Uh, I don't think it's sticking it to the man. It's just like... Stick it to the man. Stick it to the moniosis. I just don't think it's... The mono-ultra-microscopic silico-caniconiosis. I just don't think it's a good (laughs) way to go to live your life. And if you do, then that's... um, Don't you want to know how you... We all have a reckoning. If you could know how you would die, would you... Would you figure it out? No, I would not want to know. What about when you could die? When I could die? I could die at any when second. When you will I feel die. like I'm going to die now because I feel like you're going to kill me. When <laughs> I'm going to. When, if you could know when you would die. I would not, I would not want to know. I wouldn't either. That's crazy. Why would you want to know that? I'm with you on that thing. Okay. But when it comes to movies, I'm going to keep spoiling myself. Weird analogy to bring up. Yeah. Yeah, I... I guess it's like with sports. I'm going to make a sports analogy. Do it. Uh, so in sports, if I have an emotional investment in what's going on, mm-hmm. I it's like, for for me, I like Ohio State, the football team. I don't think it's ever come up before. Okay. 
Ohio State football, the movie, is one of my favorite <laughs> it's movies. It's a good movie. And so that's why the, a lot of times I'll talk about, that's why a lot of networks are bidding so high on live sports because they talk about sports as being the one thing that's DVR proof to where if you don't experience it live, the ending's going to be spoiled for you. And so you're less inclined to go back and try to, to watch the game or you're not as like, you're very likely to try to watch, make the effort to watch your team play live. And so if I'm watching a DVR Ohio State football game and I know the ending, it's definitely going to affect how I watch that game. Like, I know I can kind of skip through parts here, there, yada, yada, yada. But my, my enjoyment is definitely affected, whether it, whether I know the ending or not. And so, I I mean, you talked about that with you, Riley. I mean, so you're kind of that way with Star Wars. But I think we're kind of different on that, though. Where it's, Yeah. But, I mean, it's for me personally, it's like how much emotional investment I have in a given thing is... But your entire emotional investment in the Ohio State game is that they win and have a chance to win the championship, right? Yes. That's not your investment in Star Wars. Your investment isn't whether or not the Resistance is going to win, because they're probably going to win. Your investment with Star Wars is that you enjoy watching the journey to get to the Resistance winning, because it's Star Wars and they're going to win. Snoke is going to lose. Kylo is going to lose. That's just, it's going to happen. So your investment is not the outcome of Star Wars. I guess it's, it's the way it there. happens. Sure. I don't want to know. I guess for Except me, when I do. here's the thing. If, if, if Star Wars got spoiled for me, it'd be kind of like taking a VR tour of the Grand Canyon as opposed to actually going. There's a, yes. a certain difference in actually yes. having the Star Wars movie wash over you for the first time. Isaac? What? You're my new best friend. Thanks, buddy. Good. I'm decided between the two. <laughs> Finally. Can't, does that mean I don't have to be in your wedding? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be. You guys said no. That I know, laugh I did. trailed I did off yes. in the yeah, most I'm not taking way. your wedding pictures now, so oh. Well, because she already looked at him already, so she spoiled herself, so she didn't have yeah. to do it for you now. I don't need to see what... I know I know you and Christina are going to get married be, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, what's the point of going to, going to a wedding? Anymore. You know what's going to happen. I don't need to be there anymore. Yep. Is, that had nothing to do with news. What are we nothing. talking about? Is there know. any other news? We are having we're, we were fun talking, talking about Star Wars! <laughs> we stopped talking about Star Wars a long time ago. From yeah. a certain point of view, is a book that was released oh, in 2017. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I honestly <laughs> forgot we were talking about that book. That's right. I told you that you could spoil me on the book. That's where this all I there's just if you Tell never your favorite part of the book the the Obi Wan story which I can't talk about because I want you to not I'm spoil nervous. yourself and the, and the I'm flipping the table and the Yoda and the Yoda story at the end of it talks about the Yoda story is really about Leia and that is it's an incredible story about Leia told from Yoda's point of view so um, get this book. It's the best. Bye. If you never listen to anything I say ever again, listen to this one thing. Buy this book. Read it. Listen to it. The audiobook's also good. But get spoiled first. Uh, hey, get spoiled first. Riley, if, if, are those like new shoes that you're wearing? Those are like, like really fancy. Uh, you're getting like... Listen, just hey, they, just because they say LFL on the side doesn't mean yeah, anything. Yeah, I just have noticed that you've like had a nicer car and like this isn't even your normal house you record and this looks like a mansion uh go to barnes and nobles and demand that you barnes and nobles <laughs> yeah barnes and nobles all and of them demand barnes and nobles barnes and nobles and demand that you pay double the price for this book <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute don't accept anything else and you've been saying like don't get don't wait for the paperback get the hardcover hardcover get a couple copies of it you might wait just... till the paperback comes out and demand the hardcover price write them a check for a hundred dollars <laughs> just do it 
Um, no, it's seriously a really good book. It is pretty cool from what I've read. I, and I hope they, I hope they do it with, I hope they do it with Empire Strikes Back, and I hope they do it with Return of the Jedi. Because Wait, so is this just this is just Empire? a new hope? I didn't know that. Uh, it Hello. starts on Tana V four. Well, that's a good sign, guys. Right after Rogue One, and um, it ends during the ceremony. I think like the last, <laughs> the next to last story is like from someone standing in the throne room watching Luke and and Chewie and ever or not Chewie, Luke and Han getting their medals. Poor Chewie was cheated out of a medal, but um, it's a it's a very good book. It just like like Jake said, it goes beat by beat through. A uh, New Hope. It follows the plot of the movie, but it from from different points of view. It's very good. You know what I was thinking is that I because it is just a ton of fun. There's a poem by Palpatine. Yeah, a, like a three page poem by Emperor a Palpatine. It's so, <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy because it's a terrible poem. But I it's think really I think Emperor. it's supposed to be that way because yeah. this is like a crazy dictator who can do whatever he wants, and he's writing poetry about the first the first. The first Thirst. Death Star being destroyed, Sheevan and it's great. Palpatine, she he's a poet. He's oh a very bad poet, but who's going to tell him he's bad at it? Nobody. That's kind of great. I, I also love this. So the, my favorite thing that I've read so far is that obviously in A New Hope, there's the moment where when C-3PO and R2 deploy out of the escape pods, the Empire <laughs> notices and they say, yeah. "No, no, no! Don't fire at it. There's no life forms on board," and so. That guy has to, like, he, like, messed up and was like, I should not have done that. And so, and then it's obviously found out that the droids crashed on that planet. So he wants to find out how he he can, like, through paperwork, mm-hmm. like, cover up his mistake. And so there's, he it's has to so talk good. to, like, this administrative person within the Empire who is willing to, like, look at loopholes for the him. The whole story is just about different forms you need to fill out to get out of trouble. <laughs> it's so great. It's so good. Working in a jar, we have to document everything. It's like, this is this is my kind of Star Wars right It here. is. I like it. It is kind of like Star, Star Wars flipped on its head because, like, it's somehow they, they took the most boring story possible, but it's amusing because it's so darn boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the like, opposite of Star Wars. It, it, it's hilariously boring. It yes. fixes a ton of little tiny plot holes that I've never cared about, but are there anyway. Like... That one, why didn't they just destroy the the escape pod and then right. the whole movie's over? Well, that's why the whole movie would be over, but this yeah. gives it a dumb little reason why they didn't destroy it. Okay, so then tell it. me then, should I buy the hardback or should I buy the audiobook? Both. Both. I bought oh. both. I seriously bought I both. I don't have Okay, that. get the book then. Okay. I will, uh, I will probably always recommend the book really? Go over out of your the audiobook. Okay. Take out a loan. Go okay. into debt. No, get the book. Get the hardcover. But if you ever find yourself with a, uh, an audible credit, get the audiobook too because it's fun. I, I read it all the way through and I listened totally to it fun. all the way through. I've read it twice now, technically. The, the other great story that fixes a tiny plot hole is near the end where um, in the script of A New Hope, you have that guy who asks Luke or Luke says to a guy, I used to shoot womp rats back home that were smaller than two meters. You know, it's totally possible. They're just he in says the, that in the in the movie. Yeah, he said Luke says that in the movie. Correct. The guy he's talking to in the script is supposed to be Wedge Antilles. Correct. But it's not the oh, actor yes. who plays Wedge. And so this story is told from the point of view of the guy who looks like Wedge Antilles, Good and everyone Lord. confuses as Wedge Antilles. It sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It is a great story, and you'll cry at the end. I guarantee it. What? It's a really good Jasmine's story. Jasmine's raising her hand. Jasmine, Jasmine as the host, Jasmine. I give you the floor. <laughs> Um, I think I just found a new segment, which is 
reading the one star reviews of a certain point of view on Amazon. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, read it. I want to find out Wait what a they say. We now have to go back and edit all of our previous episodes yeah. <laughs> with this segment. Yes. <laughs> this is news gunnery if I've ever heard it before. Next episode, one star reviews of all the books we've talked about. Yeah. So, so the first one, one star. Awful. That's it. Okay. That's um, all they say. It's written by George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I love George. Uh, this was a horrible book. I felt it was a slap in the face to all Star Wars fans. These stories are a waste of time. The writers are trying to rewrite Star Wars. The red one raised my blood pressure out of anger. Please avoid this book. The red one? The red one? The red one. one. <laughs> you mean the red one? The red one. Riley, can you confirm? I think there's a story called the red one. Okay. Okay. It's the droid one that we talked yeah, about. Yeah, it's about R5, the droid. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What is this one? One star. This is not Star Wars. This is fanfic wars. Everything Good. everything in Star Wars is fan fiction. Yeah. Like, George Lucas isn't involved anymore. It's all fan fiction. Yeah. So, whatever. It's really, George it's, Lucas hated his own movies. That was fan fiction, too. By the way. It's really good fan fiction. Whatever. I'll read fan good fan fiction. fiction. Gotta get to that someday. We will get to that someday. If, it, if I, it's good fan fiction, I'll read it. I don't care. Okay. Can I read um, one star reviews for uh, Inferno Squad? Oh, this gosh. episode is insane. <laughs> if you it. listen to this episode, you're a true fan, and you're I love it. we just name this episode Insane Clown Posse? <laughs> Skip the charade. I really like this one because it doesn't have anything to do with the book. <laughs> Those are my favorite reviews. It says, not Eveb close to correct. He didn't spell even right. He put a B at the end. Book cover is completely black with no printing whatsoever. How could Amazon not see this before selling it? And clearly what he did is he purchased a used book where they didn't have the book jacket on it. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. So if you've ever seen a single book in your life, you know that usually it's just a plain black book. Under- <laughs> hey, look at this. Plain black book because I took the cover off. Except now, for the Ahsoka book, which is... Oh, does it have a cool cover? It's 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 basically the cover, like the slip cover, but mm. it's just on Thrawn's the book. has got a it's fancy really cool. I got the audio yeah. book. Some of the Star Wars have, have gone. You know what I found really helpful was this uh, one review. It's for Inferno Squad, and um, the title is one star. It got one star, and the review says very disappointed. Great. The end. Great. Love I'm that glad review. that they really took no, the no, time no, no, to is, do that. This is important to me. Does it say the end? Or did you add that? <laughs> oh, I added the okay. end. It would have been a way better review. <laughs> Guys, as host of the show, I want to kind of end on this sort of question sure. slash topic. Sure. It doesn't necessarily bother me. I just find it funny. I think it is because Star Wars is what it is. If the internet and Star Yikes. Wars fans did not exist as a cohesive unit, I don't think we'd be in literature like this where we're like we're sealing off every last plot hole in the Star Wars universe slowly but surely because... There's been other mediums, too, where they're like, oh, we're going to fix this. But this, I feel like this book has taken the opportunity to like kind of make the, a, a new hope an airtight, canonical mm-hmm. piece of entertainment. And, and usually I would be furious with that and very annoyed at it. But it, some, for some reason, it works for me in this book. Mm-hmm. That because, I think it's because it's things that don't matter. There's mm-hmm. only The only one big plot hole that people say is in A New Hope was fixed in Rogue One, kind of. And that plot hole never bugged me anyway. But it's... It's just, an, it's enjoyable story. From what I can tell, it doesn't change anything. No. It's just adding. No, it it's doesn't. It's just adding. That's and, it. and I've mentioned before, there are Luke, there are, you get snippets Skywalker. of Luke Skywalker in this book as a kid, like flashbacks to Luke as a kid, and they add a whole lot. There's a story with Obi-Wan um, seeing Luke when he's like a three-year-old or four-year-old. Ooh. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. You get a paragraph of Luke. And it's it adds a whole lot to Luke Skywalker's character. The good thing about the book is that it it's a silly premise and it doesn't treat it 
it, it treats it with the reverence that it deserves. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there's enough like. There are some serious stories that take it really seriously. There are just some goofy... There's... Most of the ones that are like, let's solve this plot hole, are totally know exactly what they're doing. It's very tongue-in-cheek. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, there's one more thing I will mention that I like it do- that it does. Yeah. Speak English. Right? You like it that it does. I like it that it does this. Um, you like that it has words it in it. It contradicts itself. Oh. I don't think all of the authors knew what the other authors were writing. I don't think any of them knew. Now, yeah, they probably didn't. So there are names of characters that are never named in the movie that are similar from story to story. So they get things like that right. But there's one story in the cantina, and they say it's owned by this Wookiee named something. I don't know. You never see him in the movie. And then the next story talks about how the guy who doesn't allow droids is the owner of the bar. Uh So there are small contradictions Mm -hmm. like that, but I think it works because this book is told from the point of view of different characters and not everyone knows the same stuff and sometimes people are wrong so while this book is canon it's not always right and i like that precedent a lot i like like that we can get weird stories that maybe aren't technically canon and not everything has to be 100 percent what happened and you know what i really like fake universe is like what obi-wan said in return of the jedi what i told you was true from a certain point of view and i did i found that a lot in the cantina where it's almost like every cantina patron had a kind of a different account of how that day went so all of these stories were true from the from the point of view that's what that person saw it was true for them it's very good you guys tried so hard to not say from a certain point of view (laughs) from the point of a (laughs) eyeballs that are seen from a person point a from (laughs) in book this called can Solos. I um, end this episode, please? We've just talked for two hours about nothing, guys. If I kind of liked it, if it was like fun. It was fun for us, but sure. this is going to be a true testament to our listener base. Phasma was the true test. This, this, Phasma this was nothing. Bad quality. I'm so sorry. Sorry for Phasma, everyone. We'll never do it again. We will. Yeah. If you like Grand Moff talking, and I can't imagine you wouldn't interact with the show on Twitter at Grand Moff talking. Yep interact with those who are on the show at irec myself at something on, she don't want to be named on twitter so what's I'm your twitter name say right right over. jazz camille i don't even know it's not that you're wrong chat <laughs> as riley drops his phone i'll tell you that his twitter handle is at riles bowman texting away as only he can at jacob kreitz is on twitter if you'd like to email the show talking at gmail.com if you'd like to go to our website which has not been updated in dare i say two or three months Riley, what's going on? At jazzbrock underscore. No! No! At Pursuing no! a changed handle. J-A-Z-B-R-O-C-K-Underscore. That is not her. We have a Discord, guys. We have a Discord channel. Ooh, join our Please Discord. join us on Discord. It's super fun. I'll talk fun. to you we're on Discord. Having, yeah, we're having fun on Discord. Come sure. join us on Discord. It's great. Send Discord us a tweet right or an email or something, and we'll send you an invite link. Join Discord. It's fun. Is that everywhere we are, guys? Will a Patreon be set up by the time we... We're not setting up. No. Once we have uh, listeners, which is never... When no we have a thousand listeners, never pay for this. an episode, we'll... No one should ever pay for this. Lofty. We'll have a Patreon. So for another week, I would say that this has been a delicately curated, long-form discussion of the international love of Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic. <laughs> Brought to you in loving weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley. From get a certain point of view. Jasmine in reverse alphabetical order. Hey. What? Jake in the next alphabetical order. Wait a minute. Riley, Jasmine, Jake. And Isaac. Bye. Okay, Isaac, just talk for a while.
Talk about uh, the Buckeyes. Iowa out of the I formation. Uh, Stanley snaps the ball, looks back to throw in the play action. So He's uh, facing pressure from 93. Sprinkle. Draymond Jones on the pursuit. He throws it out of bounds. And that'll be second and five coming up for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, 11 for 34 to go in the first quarter. <laughs> I know, you kind of... Penalty on the play. Wow, guys, is this the show? Please tell me this is the show. You're so good at it. <laughs> this is all we're doing from now on. Okay, Jasmine, now no, you commentate I, on the game. No, I really don't want Give to. the play-by-play. Play. Yeah, we have a couple that I haven't read on the show. <gasps> what? Can I tell you something? I was trying to beat around the bush, and we're not going to get close to our main topic today. <laughs> Can we just break reality and just talk about a thing that sometimes I do just because it makes me happy? I don't remember what episode it was, but there's a, there was an episode where Riley, for some reason, I think I said that we had an email, and you gasped. <laughs> <laughs> and you started coughing because you gasped died. so hard, and it makes me laugh so hard every time that I sometimes go back and listen to it just to have joy in my life. I think I had to cut out. I think I had to cut out some coughing. Yeah. I know because in I real life you time. coughed for like half an hour. Yeah. I suggested should this be the uh, the sharing ball that when you hold the sharing ball you can only talk. We honestly you? should have a sharing, sharing ball. ball. Sh sharing Stone sister. <laughs> <laughs> Her sister got married to Lucille Ball's husband. Hey guys, the key to Riley's heart was Not that joke. joke. I know. I think it is really cool how Disney uh, sexualizes animals. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should keep happening for sure. I think you're wrong. Name your first animal crush. Nala. Nala? Really? Oh, she's hot. Okay. No, that's definitely like... Uh, Lola Bunny from Lola Space Bunny. Jam. Yeah, come say, on. Lola Bunny for sure. Lola Bunny from Jasmine? Uh, you know Robin what? Hood? I would actually have to say... Um, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. No, what's the lion's name Robin from Hood. Lion King 2? Scar? No. The Scar? Not, not Scar. Not Scar. The... Is it a oh, scone? No, it's not a. It's not a scone. It's not a. It's not his scone. It's not a scone. scone. Um, is it a scone? What's his name? I've never seen Lion King two. I've seen Lion King one and a half, which is great. No, it's not. I've only seen Lion. King. It is so good. Simba. Simba two. Simba Junior. Lion King two. Simba's pride. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Anyway, Lola Bunny. Yeah, you're talking about the male lion, yeah. Scar's son. I I did see this movie. I remember. Yes. Now. Kovu. Kovu. It was Kovu. Kovu. Good stuff. Yep, that was my first I, animal crush. Your first animal crush. You and my sister are very similar people. <laughs> May we move on to the next portion of News Gun Ray? I honestly would love to keep can on you, animal crush. Can you imagine how much 